welcome to Semper Sometimes with Benny. This is going to be another episode of The Suck. That is the S-U-C, Salty Undisclosed Chronicles. So listen, I've been waiting all day to have this topic of discussion, so it's going to be a good one. I'm hyped. I have two energy drinks in me. It's been a very long day, but this conversation was held this morning, and I wanted to do an episode immediately, but I had to go to work. So you can only imagine how infuriated I am by this conversation. And hopefully this conversation sparks other conversations alike, and hopefully I can get an 8412 and or maybe even a commanding officer and or a sergeant major and or a recruiting instructor on the line to talk about this, okay? So, mind you, we've had this conversation before. These episodes are solely my opinion. They are nothing more. I am no longer an 8411. I am not an 8412. This is my opinion, nobody else's. If you take it the wrong way, my apologies, but that is life. Um, So, here it is. I don't know who in their right mind thinks that it makes sense to mandate across an RS a 08-09 TC power hour. I would love to understand the thought process behind it. Um, I would love to, and mind you, again, these are solely my opinions, nothing more, nothing less, but I just don't get it. Why do I say that? Well, because number one, every single AO in any given RS is very different than the next. In each RSS, you have, you know, anywhere from four to five different AOs. You have, you know, a, you know, sectors A through D, maybe even A through E, maybe even bigger. I don't know, but the biggest I've ever had was A through E. Now, each one of those sectors are completely different just in that one RSS. There are people like my buddy Ramos from our last episode, who if he made phone calls at 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., I mean, it's 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., he would make 100 phone calls and get nothing. It, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I'm not huge into fishing or hunting, but the reality of it is, is that, like, it's kind of like being a hunter and going out to a part of your land that you know you will never see an elk. Why am I going to go there? I'm just going to go there to go there because I'm here, but I know that they never show up between 8 and 9 o'clock. But I'm here, though. All that matters is I'm here. No, it doesn't matter. Um, because the reality of it is, is that all making phone calls is doing for you is adding to your your numbers. So if, and especially if we're going to sit here and say, oh, we're going to do it for 90 days. I understand that in Marine Corps recruiting duty, when it comes to generating numbers, when it comes to numbers, when it comes to looking at numbers, we say, hey, we have that 90 day rule. I completely get it. But it does not take me 90 days to find out that making phone calls at 8 a.m. is fucking utterly retarded. That's just the reality. Because the reality of it is, is that how many times have you already done that in your time on Marine Corps recruiting duty? Now, mind you, again, going back to what I said, every AO is different. Maybe it works in some AO, but I would honestly love to know. If you, if you have ever made TCs at 8 a.m. in the morning, and it has worked for you, get on this episode and let's talk about it. 
because I do not understand how it could ever work. Let's just play reality here. You are a grown ass man. If anybody called you between the eight the hours of eight a.m. and nine a.m. and you didn't know the number, are you really gonna answer it, or are you just gonna let it go to voicemail? And then the person. The, uh, the age that the age group that we're looking at, right, between in the ages of 17 and 31, you know, because you can have people who get in later and they can get a waiver. So we'll say 30. The ages of 17 to 20 to 30. Are any of those motherfuckers answering the phone at 8 a.m. in the morning? Please let me know because I would love to know who they are. I would love to meet the, the contract that you got at 9 a.m. off the phone. Now, mind you, if we're talking about TCing our our working file, now that's a different story. But nine times out of ten, if you're doing a TC power hour, you're not calling, you're not utilizing that time to call the working file. You're using that time to call your your lists. And even if you have a hot list, your hottest list is not going to be hot at eight a.m., brother. And now, mind you, for you to blanket a whole entire RS with a one specific time, it doesn't make sense because that's why we have a list scheduling card. We have a list scheduling card so we can schedule the list, we can close it out with comments if we use it correctly, and then from there, we can make an honest assessment as to when we should call those lists and what time. But when you begin to say, hey, no, the whole entire RS is going to make phone calls at this time that's taking away from literally being systematic that is not systematic that's you just running up your numbers to get numbers and then at the end of the day when you're when your standardness of effectiveness is garbage and then 90 days from now you're looking at 3000 TCs to get one contract and we begin to wonder why that's the reason why then on top of that when you have this happen, I'm and I was talking to you know this person because I, and I mind you, this is not one particular RS. This is not one particular RSS. I've heard these things. I've had them done to me while I'm recruiting duty. So this is not one specific person. This is a lot of people who I've seen it done to, and I've been the person that it was done to. You cannot now, mind you, if you did it when I was the staff at COIC, did I do power hours? A hundred percent, I did. There would be times where um, what we would do is we would sit down as an office, we would put up a timer and an alarm, and we would start the the power hour. And in that hour, if anybody got on the phone, we would hang up, everybody else would stop making phone calls, and we would listen into that person. We would take notes on that person, we would help critique them, we would help, or if they got stuck, we would be right there to push them along. I would be right there with a sticky note, say something, hey, bro, hey, say this, hey, say this, hey, say this. I would coach him through that phone call or my A gunner would coach him through that phone call. And then once he got off that phone, set the appointment, boom, we're back at it. And we had another hour. We finished that hour up. Then what we would do is we would stop at that hour. We'd go grab lunch. We'd go grab food, whatever. And then we'd come back and do another one. Or we would go take a smoke break or whatever. And we would make these TC power hours fun. Because I'm not saying that it's not fun. If you really make it happen, you can make these TCP TC power hours phenomenal. But the reality of it is, 
who the hell wants to who wants to wake up at five, six, seven o'clock, whatever time it is, especially if you had a MEPS run that day. Who wants to wake up and say, yeah, the first thing I'm going to do today is go to work and make 75 phone calls for no one to answer. Or they're going to curse me out and say, fuck you. Why are you calling me? And then I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to attempt to go. I'm going to attempt to do my best job at battling this interest. Yes, I call it battling. Um, And now I'm going to sit here and do that and I'm going to get hung up on. And now I'm going to and now you want me to do this for the next 90 days? No. How about I use my list scheduling card and how about I use the information that I've learned over my time of being a recruiter to know that common sense tells me I'm not making calls at 8 a.m. There is a lot more things that I can be doing at 8 a.m. in the morning that are going to help me out, i.e. I could be at my schools talking to kids as they're getting off the bus and getting into school. I could be at my bus stops while those kids are waiting to get on the bus. I could be at the gym. I could be at a breakfast spot, a coffee spot. I could be, I don't know, having breakfast with my family, helping my kids get to school so it's taking a load off of my, my wife. Um, there's a thousand other places I'd rather be than making TCs at 8 a.m. And again, why? Because all it's going to do is run up my numbers. That's all it's going to do. Now, again, if you're using that time to go over your working file to clean up your, your, um, to clean up your, um, if you're using that to go through your, your take one stand, if you're using that to go through your temp DQ file, if you're using that to go through, you know, your PDQ file, right. To make sure that everything's up to snuff, to make sure that everything's taken care of. If you're using that time to close out events or to create new events, if you're using that as admin time, now that makes sense. But making phone calls between the hours of 8, 8 and 9 a.m. Is, is literally the definition of asinine and is the definition of insanity. Um, and again, I would love to meet the person and speak to the person that literally can tell me that they had a phenomenal time and it was productive making TCs at that time. Because again, we're all going to do things that we don't like to do. That, that's the Marine Corps. That's reality. That's life. But... If it's not going to make me money and it's not going to help me win and it's not going to help me be victorious on this duty, then why would I do it? What's the point of going over numbers? Like, I, I don't need 90 days to tell me. I need seven days. If I did that Monday through Friday and then on or no, sorry, the week starts Friday, right? So if I did that Friday till Thursday. On, fr- on that following Friday, when I go over my numbers, the staff and COIC, and I look at the, con- the, the TC to contact, right then and there, at that very moment, I'm going to sit there and look at all of my AOs, all of my sectors, and I'm going to see a disgusting number of TC to contact, TC to appointment, TC to interview. And at that time, I already have more than enough numbers to know that that shit's useless. And then again, when you're talking to these Marines and you're asking them, hey, has this been helpful? No. I, again, let's take a poll. And again, yeah, there's things that we're going to do and we're going to make happen that not everybody's going to agree with. But listen, at least have it be something that's going to make it productive and make, make, make that office win. But for you to blanket a whole entire RS, it doesn't make sense. It's like I, I've seen... You know, people in my my time, 
who come into the unit and they start pushing for for productivity and they start pushing numbers and then all of a sudden yeah cool we made numbers we made a hundred percent of our prospecting uptake objective but we didn't have we didn't get the result it doesn't matter it does not matter if you do everything if you make a hundred percent of your tcs but you don't have the result who the fuck cares tell me if you're an ari and ri or anybody that's on recruiting duty or a staff and co if i came to you on thir- on thursday night friday morning sorry friday morning we're going over my numbers and you're about to send my numbers into ops and i and we go over my numbers and i have a hundred percent of my tc objective i have a hundred percent of my ac objective i have a hundred percent of my hv and i have a hundred percent of my freaking um well the other one doesn't count it's not real uh and my my dcs right Say I have 100% of all of those, right? That's 400%. If I have zero appointments, do you give a fuck that I made 100%? No. But why does it not matter if I sit here and I don't need to hit 100% and, and I can get those appointments? And that's where it's fucked up is that there's Marines that have literally become systematic, but we are not okay with it. If there's a Marine in that office that can make 50 phone calls, five AC contacts, and get what he needs for tomorrow, why are we going to tell him to go and do more? Why are we going to make him play this game of numbers when he's already mastered it? He has already figured it out. He knows his AO. He knows where to go to find the appointments. He knows where to go. No, You know what? Fuck that. He knows where to go to find the contracts. He knows where to go to find the shippers. Staff Sergeant, you need a shipper? I got you. I'll be right back. Why am I going to come at that Marine when he didn't make his numbers? Like, let's be real here. And then you get mad at that Marine because he didn't make his numbers. But yeah, that's the dude who writes for. You know, and I had I had someone reach out to me recently about mentality he was like hey man you know how how did you get through the duty you know was there times where you know you really felt down about yourself or you felt down about it and you felt like you were gonna have nothing and you know you everyone's constantly asking more right everyone's gonna constantly ask more the reality of it is this when you go into work and that's again what i'm talking about like this number stuff if I go into work and I'm immediately defeated because I, I know that I'm going to start my day sitting behind the computer making useless phone calls that I know already haven't gotten me shit in 30 days, you're already setting me up for failure mentally, right? And that's the job of the staff at COIC and that's the job of the Marine in the office is to keep us all on a mentally good note and keep our heads on a swivel and try to keep building the morale and keeping the morale up. But if I'm going to give you a meaning a, a meaningless task at 8 a.m. in the morning to make phone calls that aren't going to get answered and you've already been doing it, then that's going to be a horrible way to start the day. That's the first thing. The second thing is this. And you can ask any actual legitimate good recruiter, anybody who became successful. About a year into the duty, you stop giving a fuck. About a year into the duty, you start realizing Bro, no matter how many phone calls I make, staff and COIC is going to bust my balls. No matter how many ACs I make, 
staff sergeant so-and-so is going to bust my balls. No matter how many phone calls I make, this person's going to call me, right? So what you got to do is you got to start the day off with the intention of finding quality. Get rid of the mindset of finding quantity. Now, Now, listen to me, listen to me. I'm not telling you to not make your numbers. I'm not saying that. Because I believe in it. I believe the numbers matter. I believe in systematic recruiting. I believe in all of those things, right? But what I'm saying is that if you allow the numbers to control your day-to-day, then that's all they will do, but they will, but you will not be successful. But if you wake up at, and you get to work and you go in there with that grinding mentality and you go in there with that winning mentality and you say things like, I'm going to find someone today. I'm going to find a direct shipper today. When you're in a direct, right now, we're just getting into FMAM, right? We're in J, we're hopping into FMAM. Listen to me. If you think making phone calls at 8 a.m. is going to help you towards FMAM, you are out of your bird. You're out of your mind. You don't know what you're doing. And we need to look at life. And you need to seriously get some help from the ARI and the 8412 community. Because if you think making phone calls at 8 a.m. in the morning is going to get you a direct shipper, you're out of your bird. If anything, I would tell you to get your ass in your car and go HV for an hour. Get your ass the Geotag app, put in all of your lists, upload that shit, and start knocking door to door and go find yourself 22 HVs. And I guarantee you're going to get an NWA that day. Because guess what? If I call you, you, you don't have to answer. But if I come banging on your door, the neighbor going to know who you are. And the neighbor's going to tell me, hey, he's at work. He leaves at work at this time. But me, me calling you and nine times out of ten, the phone call I'm calling is your mother or is your father. I'm not calling you. And then I got to get to them to get to you and they're not going to give me a number. So why would I waste that time in the morning? No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make those phone calls while I'm out throughout the day. Now, mind you, if you're not somebody who can multitask and you got to sit behind the desk and you got to do a power hour, go for it. 100%. I love power hours. Why do I love power hours? Because they're intense. You sit there with a couple of energy drinks. You sit there with a freaking game. Hey, first person to freaking gets an, gets a, get an interview on me, I'm going to buy lunch. Hey, first person to get me a same-day NWA, I'm going to buy lunch. I'm going to buy dinner. You know what? I'm going to buy your whole family dinner. That's how fucking winning happens. But the reality, and that's how you keep that mentality. Because no matter what, when you write a two, someone's going to say, hey, man, I need more. When you write a four, someone's going to say, hey, man, I need more. Bro, when you write a six, somebody's going to say, hey, man, I need more. And guess what? I, I have I found myself being that guy. One of my best friends, one of my recruiters, Sergeant Morales, now Staff Sergeant Morales, wrote a six. Guess what? I had to whore him out. I needed him. We were going to miss mission. He wrote me a six that month. Guess what I did on the first of the month? Bro, what do you got this month? Why did I have to do that? I had to do that because the team was lacking. They did not write what they had to write last month, and now here I am asking him again. The mentality needs to be an office. It needs to, I don't, I don't agree with the buy-in. 
Because if I buy something, I can get rid of it. I can return it. I don't want to buy shit. I just want you to believe in me. I want you to believe in the culture. I want you to believe in the RSS. I want you to believe in the RS. Most importantly, I want you to believe in the Marine Corps. So the question that I was asked was, how do you keep the mentality up? Listen to me, brother. You love the Marine Corps with everything you have, and you don't sell the Marine Corps. You believe in the Marine Corps. You talk to every single swinging thing that is walking left, that is walking right, that's in front of you, that's behind you. Any single person that you see, you have the dedication in your mind and in your body to make it happen today. You don't say tomorrow, you say today. You say, hey, listen, brother, I have an amazing opportunity for you to change your life today, not tomorrow. That's on the phone, that's on the HV, that's on the DC, that's on the AC. Any which way happens, you talk to a parent, hey, let me get your kid's number, you make it happen. You have to have a winning mentality all day. You have to be like Kobe Bryant Mamba. You have to have the winning mentality because you understand. You understand that you literally have the keys to success. You have the keys and you got to be able to give it to somebody. But the problem is, is that you don't believe in the Marine Corps enough that you, that's the problem. The reason why you got some shitty ass recruiters out there is because you do not believe in the product. You feel like you've been jaded by the Marine Corps. You feel like the Marine Corps owes you some shit. No motherfucker, it is your time to pay the Marine Corps back for everything it's given to you. You have to come into the office every single day and you have to make it happen. Now, Are there going to be days where you come in and you don't feel like doing it? Of course there is. But guess what? When you were in the Fleet Marine Corps, could you just walk into work and say, nah, you know what, Staff Sergeant, I'm just not going to do shit today. Hey, Gunny, you know what? I've decided that I'm just going to do nothing today. No, you got a job that's got to get done. Go get the job done. This is your job for the next 36 months. Make that shit happen. Another thing I want to address, haircuts. I don't understand how many swinging motherfucking people I see walking around on Instagram, posting Instagram videos, tagging USMC, tagging Marine Corps, tagging Pride of Belonging, and y'all motherfuckers can't get a haircut once a week. Would you ever have shown up to formation on Monday morning without a proper haircut and been in regulations? No. But all of a sudden, no Marine Corps recruiting duty, we don't give a shit. Because I'm too busy to go get a haircut. Guess what? If you can't walk into a, into a freaking barber shop and get a nice-ass fade, there's a problem. If you don't under, if the Bro, the uniform look tight. But if you have some raggedy-ass haircut and you got some bullshit-ass fade that isn't even in red. Now, mind you, I'm not going to say I don't rock a low fade because I do. But I always ensure that I had a fresh haircut. Sometimes I got to the point where I got two or three haircuts. There's a staff sergeant that I follow on, on Instagram, and I remember one time me and him went live for the first time. The first thing I said to him was, bro, where the hell is your haircut? Where is your haircut? Why do I say that? I say that because, now mind you, I don't expect every single day of the week for you to have a haircut because you're going to meet people. No, but you got to have a fresh haircut. Why do I say that? Because if you're going to a career set, a career day, if you're going to a college fair, if you're going to a, a table setup, 
if you're going to a school, bro, you got to be looking good. You got to be, yeah, the uniform looks great, but guess what, man? If your hair game ain't tight, then how the hell are you going to roast kids at the school? How are you going to talk to kids about you being the best and your hair looks like you went to five below to get a cut? Like, listen, Linda, we got to make this shit happen. But the reality of it is this. The mentality is an everyday thing, but it is something that we teach ourselves. And I find it funny that as Marines, we have questions like mentality. You are literally living and breathing proud of belonging. You are a sergeant of Marines and or higher. You need to have all of those 11 benefit tags, and you need to be able to talk about those 11 benefit tags. And then on top of that, you got to believe in it. If you do not believe in what it is you're talking about, then you need to freaking sit down with yourself and think about whether or not you're going to stay in the Marine Corps. You need to sit down and have a real-life talk with yourself, and you need to figure out what's going on. Because no matter how bad your day is, it is better than somebody's day overseas in Afghanistan, Iraq, or the ones that have lost. You need to go into that office and you need to think about the fact that, all right, you know what? Today, my job is to find somebody new to join the Marine Corps. My job is to find someone to become a Marine. And when that becomes your mentality, you won't lose. You will find NWAs. Bro, I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for appointments and interviews, bro. I'm looking for contracts. When I go into the day, I'm looking for a motherfucking shipper. I'm not looking about, and that's the confidence you need to have as a recruiter. You have to be telling your boss, hey, boss, I'm going to go find you two more to put on that board. Hey, you know what? Boom. I got fucking two Ps. Boom. I got four Ps. Boom. But you don't have that. You don't have that. There's too many recruiters walking around. I'm sorry saying, but my, my old uh, my old buddy used to say, you're fucking limp dicking. Stop fucking limp dicking. You got to walk in that office, male or female, and you got to make that shit you. And if there's somebody in that office that isn't acting like that, then fucking talk some shit, bro. If you got a dude in the office who is not putting up his shit, bro, listen, I don't know if you want to go and ostracize him. I'm not, I don't know what it is you want to do, but you need to make it a point. And I'm not recommending ostracizing them. I'm not making it. Uh, but you got to have a sit-down conversation. And that's got to be the recruiters. That staff and CEO get out of the office. All of this man's peers need to have a conversation. Hey, brother, we don't go home on time because you don't write contracts. Hey, brother, you make three grand a month as a sergeant, and that money's going to your pocket. But last time I saw you work was never. Y'all need to have some real-ass conversation with these recruiters that aren't making numbers. If these dudes are subpar Marines, guess what? You need to be having conversations with them, dude. Because guess who's letting them go? Guess who's working harder every day of the week because Sergeant so-and-so doesn't want to write his contracts? Everybody and their mother, and I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll, I'll be an advocate for it. But the reality of it is, is that everybody wants to blame the ARI, the RI, the CO, the Sergeant Major, the Staff and COIC. And in the six, seven months that I've been doing this podcast, I've only had a handful of people reach out to me and say, you know what? 
I've realized that I'm part of the problem. Every single person in the command, every recruiter in the RSS and the RS, you're all a part of the problem. It isn't one person. How does a unit become cohesive? By everybody doing their job, by everybody understanding their job. And the first step in all of that is a sound mind, having a good mentality when you walk in that office. And then the second thing is having a proper plan. And the biggest problem is y'all have this plan that you make, but you don't follow it. But the biggest problem is you walk in every day with the shittiest fucking attitude. You walk in every day. Listen, at the end of the fucking day, if your commanding officer or your RI decides that they're going to put a fucking mandate on the state, then fucking do it. Shut the fuck up. Make fucking TCs. Knock them out for an hour. Get them shits done. And then go about your day. We all know that every command and every RS and every RSS is going to have some dog and pony show that someone's going to sit here and say, go and do this. And it may be for no fucking reason at all. But, but we do have high hopes that there's a reason for it. You know what I mean? We respect it. You know what I mean? Hopefully, hopefully this guy, you know, thought of what he was doing and said, you know what? This is going to work. It's going to make sense. But guess what? That's above your pay grade. Just do it. It's one hour out of your day. Make the phone calls, knock them out, and be done with it. And again, if you're being told that you gotta make you gotta make TCs from eight to nine, then I would be telling you to go through your worker file. Take that time to go through your freaking TempTQ file. Take that time to call your interview log. And really, realistically, if you really want to do it that way, what you could do is you you should pass around your your, your interview log around the office because there's people in that interview log that you may not have connected to. But it wasn't because of anything else but yourself. There might be another Marine in that office that can get your that can get that kid on deck. So share interview logs. You if you've called everybody in your working file, guess what? Open up somebody else's working file. Everybody in the office gotta win, bro. Who gives a shit? And then on top of that, that makes another fucking another challenge. You know what, bitch? I bet you. I can call your interview log and find five fucking contracts. Boom. And then when I do it, I'm going to laugh at you. Let's go. But that's the problem with Marine Corps recruiting duty is you have a lot of people that have lost that, that sense of urgency. You've lost that, that winning attitude. So at the end of the day, no matter what you're being told, if you walk into the office with a shitty ass mentality, you're done. The next 36 months of your life is going to be garbage because you're putting garbage into it. So unless you want to fucking suck for the next three years, get your fucking mentality right. What are your goals for the next 36 months? What are your goals to get out of this duty? Make it happen. Be successful for yourself. Be successful for your team. Be successful for your CEO, your sergeant major. Be successful as a unit. You want to see that RS make it on top. But again, we also got to make sure that we're we're talking reality. If you feel a certain type of way, go to the command. 
go to the command and show them the numbers. But like, listen, I don't need 90 days. This is my 30 days of data. And I'm already making two, two uh, I'm making, you know, all these TCs. Now, here's the thing, though. I find it funny when people tell me they make so many TCs. And then you look at their numbers and they make 25 TCs in the morning, 25 TCs in the afternoon, and 25 TCs in the evening. Bro, if you're not getting contact in an hour, you should be knocking out 75 to 100 TCs. No lie. Because three rings isn't even a minute. So if you're making three, if you're literally sitting there on the Chris at the desk and you're making phone calls for a no shit hour, you should be well over 60 TCs. So don't sit here and say that, oh, I'm making so many TCs. And, and like, like, for instance, with my job, for my civilian job, bro, because of the capabilities and because of the program that I have that's like a thousand times better than McChris, there's days where I make 150 to 200 TCs. And that's like on a, on, a, on a decent day with me bullshitting. Like if I sat down legitimately and I really made calls all day long for eight hours a day, uh, you're, you're probably averaging like three to 400. But that's the thing is you can make the calls, but is it, are you, are you a machine gunner? Or are you a sniper? And that's the problem. Is at eight or nine in the morning, bro, you're not making precision precision strikes, man. At eight or nine in the morning, man, you're not sniping nobody. And if you and if you're not and that's the thing, is that's what you wanna be doing. If you're really gonna be making phone calls at eight or nine in the morning, you wanna be hitting precision shots at your working file, at your and you wanna be calling that interview log. You want to be getting docs, but listen to me. The last thing that I would ever do in my entire life is make cold call TCs at eight o'clock in the morning. You're bugging. You are bugging. Even, bro, even telemarketers aren't calling me at 8 a.m. because they know I'm not. You know what I mean? They do that shit right in the middle of the day or at night, but it's just common sense, bro. It's like making phone calls at night when people are at, at the house eating dinner. Or, or, or if, bro, if I'm a father, when my kids are in high school, if you start calling my freaking kids at six or seven o'clock at night, I'm gonna fucking hang the fuck up on you. Like, you're not gonna interrupt my time with my family to talk about anything. I don't care if it's the Marine Corps or not. But that's the reality of it. Everything you have to think about your plan, but that again, this is gonna be my last statement. You cannot, you cannot blanket an entire RS with a time to TC. That doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. It's not going to work. That is what you have a list scheduling card for. That is what you have an ARI and an RI for. That's what you have a telephone observation for. These are all things that we have as tools to make you more effective. But you telling an entire RS to make phone calls from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock is not going to be productive and it's not going to be efficient. And all it's going to do is move your numbers skyrocket. And then then you're going to be, hey, why is the RS's number so high? Well, because you made them high. Like, what are we talking about? But, hey, I know that was a long rant. Um, keep a positive mentality. Don't think about 36 months as 36 months. I want to be a successful recruiter. I'm going to be a successful Marine because I am a Marine. I've never quit before. I'm not going to quit now. I'm going to make it off this duty, and I'm going to go. Stop thinking about it by mission letters. Stop thinking it by freaking quarters. Stop thinking it by, by FYs. Just do it day to day to day to day. 
And when you do it day to day to day to day, you will rock out three years like it's a freaking like it's a joke and you will be successful. But if you only if you walk into every single day thinking about quantity over quality, then you will never be good. You will never be successful. You're going to have a high discharge rate. You're going to have a high discharge rate at boot camp. You're going to have disgusting numbers that are not good. And it's all because you're looking at quantity, not quality. You have to have a qualitative state. You have to come into work. You have to look at the quality of what you're doing. Because again, you are in, and this is something that nobody thinks about. You are in charge of the Marine, the next generation of Marines. You are in charge of, of changing the lives of your community. And whether you picked it, whether you decided it or not, that is your job. That is your destiny. That is what you're here to do. And every day that you walk into an office with a negative attitude, that's one kid's life you didn't change. Every time you don't pick up that phone, every time you don't make that HV, every time you don't get off your ass, every day that you just sit cowering behind a phone is a day that you don't change someone's life. If that recruiter didn't do it for you, you wouldn't be here. And now it is your turn. Whether you want it or not, guess what? That's what you got. You got to make the best out of the day. You got to make the best out of the time. And you have to be the best version of yourself as best as you can every day. That's it.